You are listening to a sermon preached at Still Bay Baptist Church in Still Bay, South Africa. For more information, please visit our website stillbaybaptist.co.za. May you be blessed in listening to God's Word today. Let us pray together. Father, thank you that we may bow before you. Father, people need your Son, Jesus Christ. Thank you that we also know that that you read in your words, For God so loved the world that he gave his Son. So Jesus, we call on you that you will, O Holy Spirit, will convict people of their sin. That we will call out to Jesus, the great and good shepherd of the sheep. We ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Our reading for today is from Mark 6, verse 30 to 44. But because there's not a lot of time, I'll just... But you know the, the, the part of this Bible, uh, the, the, what, what Jesus did. It's the feeding of the 5,000. Just, just to give you the picture, Jesus was, said to his disciples, let us go to the wilderness. Let us go to the wilderness and just be quiet so that we can, can rest. And so they climbed into a boat, very important. Jesus climbed into the boat and they, they went over the sea to the, the place where they wanted to rest. But the people... They wanted to hear more about what Jesus was t- uh, teaching them. So they ran, and as Jesus came to this place, he's, he, he climbed out, the, out of the boat, and it says, and Jesus had compassion on the people, because they were like sheep without a shepherd. They were like sheep without a shepherd. And Jesus climbed out, and he started teaching them, and later on, the disciples came to Jesus and said, But these people are hungry. Send them away. Let them get some food for themselves. And Jesus says, oh, What are you going to do? What are you going to do? There's a need, but what are you going to do? And they said, But what can we do? And Jesus said, But what do we have? And they said, We've got five loaves of bread, two fishes. And Jesus made them sit on the green grass. Very important. He made them sit on the green grass. And he started and he prayed and he gave out the food. And there was 5,000 men. As I always tell the children, and you know how much men can eat. And that not includes the, 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 the wives and the children. 5,000 men. And there was 12 baskets that was left over. And, and, and this passage, just always, it's, it's such an amazing passage for me. Because uh, as I read um, in one commentary, he said, the person said, think of this scene. So in your mind, think of this scene. Jesus came by boat on the sea. He was in the wilderness. He was feeding the people. And they were sitting on the green grass by the sea. Wilderness, sitting on the green grass. Jesus teaching them. And he said, 
Psalm 23. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He makes me lie down on green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. And he says Jesus is using all these things almost as an object lesson. And he's saying, I'm Psalm 23. I'm the good shepherd. I'm the good shepherd. I care about my people. I teach them. I care about them. I give them promises. But we, we, we can ask ourselves, but why? Because in, in Hebrews 10, it also talks about Jesus as the great shepherd. Jesus is the great. So why this focus on Jesus as a good shepherd, on a great shepherd? And we, and we read in, in Ezekiel 34 that God made a, a promise. He gave a prophecy. If Ezekiel 34 verse 23 says, And I will set up over them one shepherd, my servant David, and he shall feed them. God is saying, I will send my good shepherd. He will feed them. But what's the problem? Why will God send a good shepherd, one that will really look after his sheep? Because in Ezekiel 34 from verse 1, God is saying to the, the, almost like the leaders in Israel, think of the political leaders, religious leaders. He's saying to them, leaders, shepherds, you'd just think of your, about yourself. You just think of what I can get out of my position. Ezekiel 34, verse 3, You eat the fat, you clothe yourselves with the wool, you slaughter the fat ones, but you do not feed the sheep. You do not care for my people. You just think of how can I get the best clothes, how can I get the money, how can I have the power. That's what you are thinking of. But you are not thinking of my sheep. You are not caring for my sheep because you are just thinking, what, what is in it for me? That's what he said. And then Jesus of God also says, Ezekiel 34 verse 5, So, the, and this is the, 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 the sheep in Israel, the people in Israel, So they were scattered because there was no shepherd and they became food for all the wild beasts. My, my sheep were scattered. They wandered over all the mountains and on every high hill, and no one asked after them. God is saying to them, Shepherds, you are such bad shepherds. You don't look after my children. So my children decided they wanted to immigrate. That's really what he's saying. He, they were scattered over all the mountains. And nobody asked, where is my sheep? Nobody cared about that they were leaving the country. Because they were thinking, it is so bad in this country. It will be better if I go to another country. There people don't know me, but they will, will almost look better after me. It will be better for me if I go to another country. And God says, shepherds, I've got a problem with you because you're only thinking about yourselves and my sheep is scattered. 
And as I read this, I thought nothing new. Nothing new. Ezekiel. God is saying this. Nothing new. So nothing is like God didn't expect this or didn't see this coming. He knows. But with all these bad shepherds, he, he said, but I will send a shepherd. My servant David, I will send him. And that's why Jesus is, uh, is showing that, and, and Hebrews 13 says, the great shepherd of the sheep. That's why Jesus, when he climbed out of the boat, he looked with compassion on the people because they were like sheep without a shepherd. And he started teaching them. He started teaching them. And we see that in this title that Jesus is the great shepherd of the sheep. The good shepherd. We see that, he, that in this that he's prophet, priest, and king. Prophet because he teaches his sheep. He loves his sheep. And he said, I have come so that you can have an abundant life. Like I always say, if, if abundant life meant money, a lot of money, all of us would have been Bill Gates. Because God would have provided them the money. But that's not what God thinks that's abundant life. That's not, because otherwise all of us would have been billionaires. But that's not the focus. That, no, God is restoring our lives. Because you can have them as money, much money as you like. can still be as sad. So, God is restoring, and, and restoring because in Adam and Eve, before the fall, everything was perfect. They loved each other. They had a perfect relationship with God. They were friends. They were walking in the cool of the night, and they were talking with God, and God was talking to them. But then Adam and Eve decided they, they, are, they know better than God. They know what's best for them, and they disobeyed God. And their lives were ruined. The world was ruined. Sad world. But Jesus comes and he makes us new. We are born again. He gives us this desire again so that we will know God. That we will be family with God. And he restores our relationships as we follow him. God's plan for our relationship. So, so he gives, and he gives abundant life. He gives peace. He gives joy. Isn't it wonderful that the fruit of the Spirit is peace, joy, love, all the things that we long for in our lives. God says, this is fruit. This will be fruit in your life if you know me, if you follow me. The fruit will be love, joy, Peace, his love, joy. And God is once heard a lot of birds chirping and singing. And I thought, God must be such a joyful God because he thought of these things. He made all these birds to chirp and sing. He must be so joyful. And we can know God. So, 
He's, he's prophet, Jesus is prophet, but he's also priest because Jesus gave his life for the sheep. He gave his life for his children. He loves them. And like Jesus says, I didn't come to serve, but to, uh, uh, I came to serve, sorry. I, I came to serve, but I didn't come to be served. He, Jesus came to serve. He gave his life for the sheep. He's the priest that really cares about them. And he is king. He's the ruler. But he's a good king. He's a very good king. And to know him. And that's why we, I ask, ask, please let us pray for the children so that they will know the good shepherd. That they will know Jesus as prophet, priest, and king. And what a privilege for us. In 1 Corinthians 3, 9 says, For we are God's fellow workers. The great king is giving us the privilege to be a fellow worker with him. He's giving us such a privilege. And, and as we follow Him, we become more and more like Him. We become more and more like, if I'm putting it this way, little shepherds. Not perfect. Only one day in heaven we will be perfect. But we become more and more like Him. And as we, we are fellow workers with Him, we are in this holy war. We fight against the powers of the devil. So what must be the most important in our lives? Not what will happen to me, what is good for me. We want to see the fall of the enemy and the triumph of Christ in this world. That must be our focus. The fall of the enemy and the triumph of Christ in this world here in Stolbe. We That must be our focus. Not what is best, what I would like. No, that's as, as we are made new. We, that must be our focus. And, and so wonderful that God, Jesus also gave us the promise that I said in the beginning. The harvest is plentiful, the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest to send out workers. What a relief that we don't have to send out the workers. But we need to pray. Because God says, pray, ask me, and I will send out the workers. Don't we want the people to know Jesus Christ? Don't we want them to know the Lord of the, she of the, of the harvest, that the great shepherd of the sheep? Don't the, we want the children and everyone to know a shepherd that truly cares for them. We know the frustration of people that don't care, the shepherds that don't care. We've got experience about that. It frustrates us. They don't care. They just think of themselves. Don't we want them, the children, to know Jesus Christ, the great shepherd of the sheep? That should be our longing because we know Jesus as the great shepherd. We experienced him as the great shepherd. So let us share our testimonies. Let us talk about. Because the harvest is plentiful, the workers are few. Ask the Lord of the harvest. He died for them. 
He will answer your prayer. Go on praying. Because like I said, He loves you, loves the harvest more than we do. So as we go, let us pray. Let us ask God. If you're not part of CEF's prayer group, that's all right. But pray for Stillwave. Because I'm sure you, God has given each one gifts and you will be part of something else. Pray that God will send out the workers in the Southern Cape for him. Because Jesus is the good shepherd. It's, he's, he's worth proclaiming. Jesus is the good shepherd. Not like us. He's the good one. Let us pray. Father, thank you that we can bow before you. Thank you, Jesus, that you are the good shepherd. The really, the true good shepherd that knows what's best for us. Even when we go through difficult, sad times, we still know that you're the good shepherd and that you love us and that you carry us. You said, I will never leave you, I will never forsake you. The Lord is my helper. So, Father, help us to remember this. Help us to, to remember, walk almost in this this atmosphere of Jesus that you the shepherd the good and we need the people need the Lord need you Jesus we ask this in Jesus name Amen I hope you were blessed in hearing God's word today for more information or prayer please visit our website stillbaybaptist.co.za may you find your life in Jesus Christ and him alone